Fellowship with God. Means warfare with the world. Fellowship with God means warfare with the world. Oh boy. Think about that. A lot of things are happening in our world today because we don't have fellowship with God any longer. Okay. Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks, Lord, as we look to your word. Thank you, Lord, that it will open our eyes of our understanding, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that we, you give us, each and every one of us, a greater revelation, Father God, as your spirit speaks to us, Father God, through your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, thus far we've learned that uh, 2000, the year 2018 is the year for the Spirit. A spirit of liberty. This year you're going to have some liberties. And that open doors of opportunities are before us. And we said one of the open doors of opportunity was you got to on the third week of the month, you got to what? Fast and pray. Glory to God. And we said that was a vital key to spiritual success. And confession and meditation uh, further strengthens your faith. And we also learned that uh, we are not to cast away our confidence. Amen? So... Living in 2018 can be a challenge. But for Christians living within the Christian lifestyle, nothing is impossible unto you. Amen. Being born again makes a believer a child of God. A worshiper, a worker, and a warrior. So... You get to wear different hats. And I hope you get, always have your warrior uniform on so you can hold back the evil tide. Amen? Turn with me to John chapter 6. That's John chapter 6. And we will look at verse 63. Jesus is speaking. That's John 6, 63. It is the spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Amen. Glory to God. Jesus is stressing the vital role for the spirit in our lives. It always goes back to the spirit. You, the real you, the spirit. We need to training, get it strength and so forth. Uh, when we believe in Him, the doors are open for the Spirit of God to do a work in our lives. We must realize we cannot rely on the flesh any longer. Hello. Uh, again, 
2018 must be subjected to the Spirit. So you need to have your spirit moving out. This year is going to be subjected to your spirit. What you believe, what you think, what you confess, you shall receive. Glory to God. Let's uh, go to chapter 7 of John. And we want to go to verse 37 and 38. Again, Jesus is speaking. In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living waters. Glory to God. Rivers of living waters. In 2018, we have to be desperate. Desperate for the things of God. So desperate that we're hungering and thirsting for the spirit of life to come in. So desperate that it's a life and death situation. So desperate that we cannot stay the same this year as we were last year. Because if we're, not, if we're desperate, that means you're, you're, pain, you're in pain. It's painful remaining the same as last year. Right. You want to advance. Being so desperate enough to endure the pain of change. Are you ready? You looking for a title? Desperate and thirsty. Are you desperate and thirsty? You can add hunger there also. When our bodies need food, we tend to feed it. Well, some of us show it more than others, but <laughs> but if if our signals are crossed, a lot of people they feel that they're too heavy or large, so they go on a diet and become anorexic. That's the wrong signal. Other people, when they're eating, they don't think they get enough. And that's the wrong signal because they begin to balloon out. Well, the same thing is, happens in the spirit. We have to eat the proper foods. We need proper nutrition daily, glory to God. Full nutritious meals, amen? amen. To strengthen, to edify, and to build our inner man up. Amen. And I hope each and every one of us are feeding our spirit man daily with good food foods. If you eat three times a day, that means you need to possibly get into God's, God's Word three times a day, not just one verse at a time. Unless you're meditating on that scripture. Amen. Oh boy. We must receive glory to God. 
Don't push it away or ignore it. We need to press in. Be desperate enough to quench our hunger and thirst for God's word. Are you desperate this morning? Are you wanting a suddenly to take place in your life? I mean, God brings, when he come, brings in a suddenly, it's good. So, let's go to, since, uh, back up a couple of books. Go to the book of Mark, chapter 4. I hear all those pages, they're mine. Mark, chapter 4. Beginning in verse 14, it says, The sower sows the word. And we already, we've gone over that enough, so you know that when the word is sown, we need to get a harvest. And you need to sow your seed, not on hard ground, not on rocky ground, but good, fertile ground that it might produce. Amen? Amen. But we want to go drop down to verse 18. Because this is when you get desperate. And these are they which are sown among thorns, such as hear the word. And the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lust of other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. Wow. That's junk food in the spirit. We just looked at some junk food in the spirit. Or junk food in the world. This can happen to any of any of us. It has happened to those who think they can play around and not get caught up in the web of deceit. This junk food will poison your spiritual man. Oh, glory to God. Such people, we... we <laughs> We've heard of such people. You remember Samson? He went out and got some junk food. You heard about, heard about King Saul? He did a little junk food also. How about in the New Testament? Ananias and Sapphira. All are examples of individuals who slipped into the world. Uh-oh. And they paid the price for it. We can't be junk food junkies in 2018 because you're going to pay the price. Either get, I would rather get a reward from God for doing something right than be a junk food junkie and have to pay the price for it. It's a sad and so tragic that one can listen to the negative things of the world and justify their reasons to participate in worldly escapades. Ooh. You know, a lot of, a lot of Christians, you know, they're, you know, they're doing great, you know, they're, they're flying level, they're balanced, and they go out there and get a taste of something out there and hmm you know this is pretty good you know 
it's not hurting my spirit man too bad. I'll go out and begin to do a little of this. Pretty soon, they develop a habit of doing it, and pretty soon they're floundering out there. They, they forgot about church and uh, reading the Word and meditating and thanking God. They get hurt. To say to stay in the junk food world is painful. To make a change from the junk food world is just as painful. I mean, when, you, when you're out there, I'll say, I really like this, but I know I'm wrong, but I know I've got to make this change, and I don't like it. That's painful. Oh, boy. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Desperate times call for desperate measures. We need to have a truth analytic uh, in our lives. I don't know if that will come out right, but uh, we need to analyze what we're doing in our lives. A truthful one. And then, when we truthfully look at the truth, it will lead us to make a clear-cut decision. I'm going to stay here in Waller, or I'm going to move out and get cleaned up. Uh-oh. So we need to hear what God's Word says. And we're just going to look at an example. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Go all the way back to 1 Samuel. Anybody know what? Well, you haven't got there yet. Neither have I, if you're reading through the Bible. In 1 Samuel, we find a woman called Hannah. Her husband had two, had two wives, and his other wife had children, but Hannah had none. And she was desperate to have a child. 1 Samuel chapter 1, looking at verse 10. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed to the Lord and wept sore. In other words, she, she was, it, was, it was hard. This was desperate times for her. Because in those days, if a woman that was married didn't have children, it, it, it was just a bad thing. They would say, something's wrong with that. God hasn't blessed her. It says, if, if you're blessed, you'll have a quiver full of children and she's got none. The other wife's got three or four and, and the other wife is heckling her and all that type of stuff. So she, she's, she's having a desperate time and, she, and she's going to take some desperate measures. Verse 16. Uh, she goes into the temple there or the church, you can say. In verse 16, count, and then she, Eli, the priest sees her, count not thy handmaiden for the doll of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken here too. Wow. I mean, she's laying it all in line. And he says, you're drunk. You come in there. She's, you know, she has one of these soft voices. She's speaking under her breath to the Lord. And, he, and he, the, the priest sees her. And he says, this woman's gotten drunk. She's got, I've got to throw her out of here. But she's, she says, no, that's not it. Um, he said, she says, I, my complaint, uh, my grief I have spoken hither to. And then verse 17, And Elijah answered and said, Go in peace, 
and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition which thou hast asked of him. Glory to God. If God gives you a word, you can count on it. It's going to come to pass. There's going to be an appointed time. You'll have a fresh new vision. Some of us need to be desperate this year to have our vision come to pass. It means we got to get in God's word. We have to be desperate for God. We must do what he says. So what's, what does he say? Isaiah chapter 1. Book of Isaiah chapter 1. In Isaiah chapter 1, It's verse 19 that we want to look at, but we will also look at verse 18. That's Isaiah chapter 1, beginning with verse 18. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be like red like chrism, 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 they shall be as wool. Verse 19. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. We have to be willing and obedient to to do what God calls us to do this year. We can't put it off. Disobedience is sin. Disobedience is sin. We have to be willing and obedient immediately to eat the good of the land. We're about done. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Boy, this is, this is a short one. Oh, well, you can be first in line. Whatever restaurant you go to, you'll have fresh hamburger or... They're coming right off the stove. Okay. Being desperate, you have to make a decision. And making the decision may be a painful one. You may have to abandon some good things in your life. What? Lord, but this is good. Everybody else could get to it. He says, Lord says, I don't want you doing that. Because if you're willing and obedient, I'll, get, I'll grant you the good of the land. And of course, you have to abandon the things of the world to follow God's plan for our lives. Amen. Thank you, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Are you willing to pay the price? Because once a decision is made, you must determine your course of action. That means we need to press in. Desperately press in. Nothing will happen without you using your faith. means everything that, that God has given us, we need to put our faith on the line there and bring it forth. Faith is now. So you need to use it when? Now. Immediately. Don't put it off. Desperate to maintain or obtain your goal. That means you have to rebuke the carnal mind. Or 
conform, uh, conform to God's word, which says in Romans chapter 12, we'll look at that, something that we look at numerous times. In Romans chapter 12, looking at verse 2, it says, Be not conformed to this world. So that means that everything that, that, that you've been taught through worldly advice and reasoning, you have to put it aside. Be not conformed to this word, world, world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Or there's a 30, 60, and 100 percent. You want to know what's perfect for you to get that hundredfold return. Glory. That means you need to be anxious for the things of God. You're wanting to look for suddenlies coming your direction. A good suddenly. Hallelujah. That means, we again, we have to abandon the darkness and walk in the light as a child of God. And you don't want to be in the shadows either. You don't want to be in the, quote, the twilight zone. You've got to be in the light. Turn with me to the book of Isaiah. We're going back to the book of Isaiah quickly. This time we want to go to the 55th chapter, Isaiah chapter 55. Oh, glory to God. There we go. Isaiah chapter 55. The hunger and thirst, that desperate need, must come from the inside. You're inside, the spirit man. Isaiah 55, verse 1, beginning with verse 1. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters, and ye that have no money, come and buy, eat. Yea, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. Wherefore do ye spend money for that which is not bread? And your labor that which satisfies not. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Incline thy ear, and come, un, uh, come unto me here, and your soul shall live. Here, listen, be obedient, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Even the sure mercies of David. Glory to God. It's up to us. So that means we need to give up our desires and seek God's best. Give up your desires for this year and seek God's best. Because he says, well, we'll find out in a moment here. Uh, Old Testament, remaining in the Old Testament. We want to go to the book of Ezekiel this time. That's the book of Ezekiel, chapter 14. Verse 
Ezekiel chapter 14. We're going to re- I'm going to read this out of the Amplified, verses 4 and 5. That's Ezekiel 14, 4 and 5 from the Amplified. Therefore speak to them and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Every man of the house of Israel who takes his idols, what? Of self-will and unsubmissiveness into his heart and puts a stumbling block of his iniquities, idols of silver, gold, therefore his face, and yet comes to the prophet to inquire of him. The Lord will answer him and answer him according to the multitude of his idols. Hmm. Verse 5. That I may hold the house of Israel in the thoughts of their own mind and heart, because they are all estranged from me through their idols. What's he talking about here? Self-will. Our self-will sets up idols in our lives. Self-will sets up idols in our lives. We have to be honest with ourselves and purge ourselves of those destructive spiritual or worldly, I I should say, uh, destructive worldly devices in our lives. There are certain things that there are idols in our lives, the Lord says. Ooh, ooh. The, the rewards and benefits you receive because you abandon the worldly things or worldly ways will excel anything that you now possess or you can dream of. When you abandon those things, you think, well, this, this, this is the best thing I can ever have. You know, this, this, is a, this is the cream of the crop. I made it to the top. You know, God says, I want you to abandon those things because that's the world's way. I want you to go my way. Get rid of that idol that's within you. Well, somebody's saying, what idol? Well, I want you to think. What do you highly exalt in your life, that becomes an idol. Because it sometimes exalts itself above God, or it makes it equal with God. God says, there should be no other gods before me, and an idol's a, a god. So we need to purge ourselves for anything that would even try to replace God. Okay, and some of that could be money, cars, houses, jobs, whatever. People, places, or things. They can become idols. Well, you know, I can do this because, you know, everybody else is doing it and they're not getting hurt. Well, you don't know what the, what the end result is. We're going to all stand before God at one, time, at, at, at one time or another. He's going to ask us a question. Well, we'll get to that in a moment. Let's now turn to 2 Corinthians. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. In 2 Corinthians chapter 9, this is a life principle that we need to adopt. 2 Corinthians chapter 9.
This is talking about a cheerful giver, but we're going to be looking at it in, 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 a, whole con, in a different context. Okay, that's uh, sec, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, looking at verse 7. Every man according to his purpose in his heart, let him so give, not grudgingly or of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. This is principle in our uh, principle. What you purpose in your heart, that's a life principle. What you purpose in your heart is the key thing here. What you sow in your heart, in other words, is a principal thing. What you sow in your heart will bring a harvest. Good or bad, positive or negative. What you sow in your heart. So that's the principle. You can say it's a life principle right here. What you have, what you purpose in your heart. So we need to choose, quote, seeds wisely so that we can, we can become blessed in 2018. Choose your seeds wisely. Speak in love. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, no, man, anything but to love them. Uh, let's go to the book of Luke. At this time, Luke chapter 18. Desperate and thirsty. Desperate and thirsty. Have you gone this far? We'll see. Desperate and thirsty. Luke 18, chapter 18. Looking at verse 28. Then Peter said, Lo, we have left some and followed thee. And he said unto them, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, parents, brethren, wife, children, for the kingdom of God's sake, because they left some. No objections this morning? Boy, there should have been. You should have been raising your hands and this is not right. You're not reading it right. It's, what did Peter say? We have left partial. All. Everything. And followed thee. We left all. That's being desperate. What have you left behind that you're wanting to drag with you? What are you going to drag? Well, let's go on to see what Jesus says. Verily say unto you, verse 29, No man hath left house, parents or brethren, or his wife or his children, for the kingdom of God's sake. Wow. What are you dragging with us? What are, you going to, what are you going to drag to heaven with you? Well, let's back up to the book in front of Luke, which is Mark. And we want to go to chapter 10.
Well, let's start verse 28. That's Mark chapter 10, 28. We're going to have a little bit more on the same, same discourse here. Mark 10, 28. Then Peter began to say unto them, Lo, we have left all, and we have followed thee. Verse 29. And Jesus answered and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Listen up. There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sister, and father, mother, wife, or children, lands for my sake and the gospels. Verse 30. But he shall receive a hundredfold now, in this time. What time? The time he's living in. He's going to receive a hundredfold Amen. now in this time. Houses, brethren, sisters, mothers, children, lands with persecution. Uh-oh, that means you're going to get something nice and somebody's going to say, you, you, you stole that. Uh, Etc. They're going to call you all every name because you're stealing. You're not supposed to do that. God's word doesn't say that. You're twisting God's word. Hey, Jesus said, hundredfold. When? Now? Oh. Now with persecution in the world, and come to eternity. So you're going to get it now. Blessings now. With some persecution. Because people don't like you having what you have. How, how dare you? I've been at this job for 20 years and they never promoted me. How dare you? How dare you have a good-looking car? You Don't you know that a Christian is supposed to have a junkyard car? How dare you have a nice house? God didn't say that. He says, you're going to be persecuted for, for the... Get ready for persecution, but know that you're going to be blessed. Oh, wow. A hundredfold now. What have you, well, I hate to put it this way. I have to look at it myself. What have you been expecting? What have you been expecting following God? A bicycle with two flat tires. A car that's it has bald tires and is barely getting along. Just trying to make it from day one to day two. Mortgage payments up to this, this high because, you no, know, he says, you can have all these good things with persecution. People are going to say, how did you get it? No, that's not fair. Well, hey, I'm on God's side. It's all fair. Glory to God. So what have you, be, the hundredfold, hundredfold now, what have you been expecting or what have you been receiving? You can change it. What you have right now, if you're desperate and hungry 
for the greater things of God. You got to press in. 2018 is the year to press in in the Spirit. Where the Spirit, there is liberty. Things are going to come to you in blessings. Okay. Now, let's go all, since there's persecution, let's go all the way back to, forward, I should say, into the New Testament, into the epistles. We want to go to find uh, Colossians chapter 3. That's Colossians chapter 3. Oops. In Colossians chapter 3. There are some things we need to release. When we press in and we're desperate, there are some things we have to release. That's Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. Therefore mortify your members which are on the earth, fornification, uncleanness, inordinate affections, evil compuses, and covetousness, which is idolatry. We need to get rid of these things. We need to walk in God's ways, so we need to get rid of things, get rid of the dark side. We need to be, have the force be with us. Okay. Get rid of the dark side. We need to honor God in love, integrity, virtue, Faith. We need to honor God. Commit to God. Change as He directs you. Do as He tells you. We have no excuses. We will have to account for our lives at the end. You know, there's a reward at the end. You got rewards now, but there's going to be a big reward at the end. That's going to last for eternity. So what are you bringing up there with you? We need to yield to the Spirit. Don't get weary in well-doing. Now, we, we sang a couple of songs this morning. One of the songs says, I give my all to you. Remember that one? I give my all to you. Amen. All to you. Another one was, I want you whatever the cost. I want you whatever the cost. So, let's go to 1 Corinthians for our final scripture, I told you to get out. Well, I'm getting better. 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Look at this. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, looking, beginning with verse 11. For other foundation no man can lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Verse 12. Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, and precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble, 
Every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire. And the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. What will remain as we stand before the Lord and what you bring to heaven will be checked out by fire. What will remain when we stand before God? Because wood, hand, you bring it up, you bring the gold, the precious stones, wood, hand, stubble, they all go through the conveyor belt, so to speak. You know, it's just like at uh, TCA when you go to the, you know, get, getting ready to board. It says, okay, God says, you're getting ready to board, go to heaven, put your luggage on there, we're going to put it through the screening. And... It goes there. There's the good stuff and all the... You can't take that. How many of you have ever had something taken from you? <laughs> well, that's what's going to happen. Wooden hand stubble. <laughs> if you got more wooden hand stubble, it's not going to come up with you. But the other stuff will. What remains becomes your choice. What remains becomes your choice. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, as we end this at 20 till, <laughs> say this Father, take more of me and give me more of you. That's what you need to do each and every day. Anybody need prayer? We stepped on toes this morning. Okay, let's all stand. Glory to God. I'm making records every week. <laughs> Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. I thank you, Lord, that each and every one of us, Father God, opens our heart, Father God, and I thank you, Lord, that we will become desperate, Father God, for the things of God in 2018, Father God that we can prove to you, Father God. We are worthy of you, Father God, for all the blessings that you've given us. And Father God, as we go our separate ways, I thank you, Lord, that uh, as we come in contact with those, Father God, on the outside, that we can bless them, Father God. And everyone that agreed said, Amen. Amen.